Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, everyone, <clears throat> and this is, once again, Wednesday, June 8th, 2016, and welcome to episode number nine of WWS Wrestling Debate. I am your special special guest host, I guess you can say, here this evening. Of course, you know me from, of course, our the two uh, our two main shows here, WWS Revolution, the Mothership Broadcast, and, of course, the second installment in WO Wolfpack. <clears throat> of course, I am Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, on the line here with you tonight. Uh, kind of filling in here for Keen W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds. Uh, they are, they have, uh, <clears throat> unfortunately, have uh, I've had other obligations, but hopefully they'll be back on here next week. Um, but, uh, of course, uh, but uh, I'm glad to come in and uh, help out, of course, whenever needed. Of course, I do have, of course, the third equation of the N.W.O. Madness Kingdom with me here tonight, of course, is the Iceman himself, J.D., Jared DiGiraldo, of course, uh, <clears throat> 2015 WCWS Hall, WCWS Hall of Famer, of course, also a host of Raw Radio, of course, every Monday, every Monday afternoon at 3, right here on TalkShoe.com, as well as, of course, all part of all, all pretty much all of our other shows here in the radio network as well. Uh, J.D., of course, I welcome you to episode number nine of Wrestling Debate. Yes, we got a good debate tonight, however, and, of course, unfortunately, our Mr. and Mrs. Madness are out for the evening, but never fear, the Iceman is here. Absolutely, and then, like I said, of course, uh, luckily, like I said, the head, the head honcho right here had a a few moments to spare, so I figured, oh, what the hey, <clears throat> why not uh, why not uh, use that time to uh, throw out a few uh, in, a few extra wrestling thoughts here and there uh, before, like I said, the the the, the main show here uh, later in the season. Of course, you can catch Revolution uh, later to, later tonight here in about 50 minutes. Uh, of course, one three eight zero five five pound. Of course, the magic three num- the magic six numbers, I should say, as of course our wrestling news and views, and then of course our 
history, rest of history, and birthdays will come your way. Of course, more general wrestling discussion will be brought to the table there as well. But tonight on wrestling debate, uh, of course, uh, as I did hear from the Iceman just moments ago, that the uh, NXT show called The End is already uh, uh, underway. And, of course, uh, throughout the night here on debate, we'll be definitely be keeping up with that and uh, uh, giving you some updates about uh, each of the matches here as they are taking place. Uh, and of course, if uh, of course if it extends through into uh, Revolution, which I'm sure probably it will, I think JD, we will of course between wrestling debate and Revolution, we'll definitely be bringing you up to the minute reports on <clears throat> this NXT, on this great NXT show, which of course I've heard a lot of uh, big time predictions, even from some of your big time WWE superstars. Of course, some videos recorded earlier on, uh, of course posted on YouTube as well. So. Uh, definitely like to get uh, I'll get JD's opinion on the on this as well. Definitely care to join myself in JD tonight here on what will be a very riveting debate here on uh, several topics here in the world of pro wrestling. Be sure to join us right here tonight for episode number nine one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three nine nine two five pound and press that one if you want to join myself in JD for some very riveting discussion, not only on tonight's NXT show. But of course, like I said, some other topics we will bring up here in in the world of professional wrestling. Uh, of course, uh, JD, one other uh, hot topic. Of course, we have we have had the of course we we, are, we have been bringing up. Uh, of course, we've decided this out late a uh, uh, couple nights ago. Uh, of course, uh, we were sad and also hear that uh, uh, MMA fighter. Uh, of course, also part was also part of uh, Pride FC, as a matter of fact, too. I do remember him from that as well for a time. Kimbo Slice. Uh, sadly, we lost him um, uh, suddenly uh, due to, I believe, what we found out later was a heart attack in the hospital. He was, I believe, 42, uh, or 42, yes. 43 years old. Uh, uh, of course, like I said, this was this comes as a real big shocker. Uh, I do believe he was scheduled to fight later on in London, but, uh, of course, obviously that will not, now will not take place. Uh, give, uh, give us... Uh, JD, any um, any thoughts and opinions uh, on what you remember about the career of Kimbo Slice? Kimbo Slice was actually a very unique individual, if you remember. However, he was one of the first people back in the era of YouTube. However, that showed a lot of fight videos. Of course, he uh, had his own style. Of course, he was a very tough, big guy, heavy guy in his own right. But uh, he also created some controversy. But uh, to hear this news, it's it's so heartbreaking to hear another athlete like this gone so soon. However, and at such a young age too. I mean, like we said, we lost Muhammad Ali a week ago. Of course, uh, the greatest, of course, being play the rest later this week of course with a lot of people big names of who's who going to be there obviously Will Smith, Lance Lewis, Billy Crystal, President former Clinton, among others, will be attending his service. But uh, Kimbo, of course, uh, just when I heard the news Monday night when I was watching WWE Raw Howard, throughout the evening and also the uh, Stanley Cup playoff hockey game, I thought it was a silly rumor, I thought it was a joke. And as the night wore on, we didn't know what happened. And then I got the phone call late Monday evening, early Tuesday morning yesterday around midnight, and that was when I first heard. It's like, oh, my. It's just very, very unfortunate, however. Absolutely, of course. Like I said, uh, the lose, you know, two two uh, two personalities like this <clears throat> in a span of a week's time. Of course, uh, uh, it's it's absolutely shocking. Um, and of course, like I say, you mentioned Muhammad Ali. He was of course be laid to rest. I do believe uh, on Friday, matter of yes. fact, uh, in his hometown of Louisville, Kentucky. Of course, uh, the mayor of Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky, did decree last week that until he was laid to rest, all the flags in Louisville, Kentucky, will be 
at half mass. I think they continue to stay at half mass. Yes. Uh, uh, throughout the whole city, which of course is very honorable for a very honorable man who <clears throat> who who contributed so much, and of course uh, was a man's man in my my personal opinion. Uh, uh, he contributed like for wherever he went. I mean, wherever he was involved in, uh, contributed to, uh, <clears throat> to so much to wherever he whatever, whatever he. Uh, took part, of course, especially in wrestling, there was no exception there. Uh, obviously, of course, the enforcer, as I've mentioned many, many times, at WrestleMania 1 in the big tag team main event with uh, Hogan and Mr. T versus uh, the late Piper and, of course, Orndorff. Um, and, of course, um, like I said, uh, was involved with Hogan many, many other times. Uh, I even saw a clip of him sitting beside Sting. I mean, uh, that was... Yeah, that was, that was, I think, the collision career when that photo was taken. And also... And you put up, I think, in the archive, however, and we think I'll recall that, however, mind you, is whenever he, uh, what was it, uh, that him and Gorilla Monsoon had that infamous showdown in Madison Square Garden back in the late 70s. Oh, yes, I believe that was the one I actually put in the video about not too long ago. That yes, they, they that's a great even... moment there between Gorilla and um, Like I said, they they became friends after that, however, but at first, uh, you, I mean, Gorilla Monsoon was a big guy in his own right, and... Uh, Talking about, uh, like I said, Ali, uh, I just got today. I don't know if you can still get it out there, and I think you can. It is uh, a copy of the – it's a very special issue of USA Today doing a whole uh, big article on Ali uh, interviews from the past that people talked about, including uh, people very close to him, including Billy Crystal, Angelo Dundee, among others. Uh, George Foreman's in there. It's it's quite an interesting piece. And he talks about how his career – he won his first 31 fights, however – and his first loss was awesome, crazy enough against the guy he would later beat four years later, and that was Smoking Joe Frazier in 1971 in probably the greatest fight that some people still say is one of the greatest in Madison Square Garden in March of 71. But this is a guy who won 56 out of 61 fights, however, but uh, he won and lost the title, however, uh, believe it or not, twice in his career. Of course, he Somehow was stripped, as we all know, in 1967, of course, for not going into the uh, military, mind you. And, of course, 1971, he, of course, met Frazier. Of course, that was his first loss. 1974, he regained the title from, of course, George Foreman, who, of course, beat George, Joe Frazier for the title in Jamaica. Then in 1978, he fought and won, lost it to Leon Spinks. He then regained it shortly at, uh, later, later that year in 1978 in Las Vegas. Absolutely. <clears throat> Absolutely. Absolutely, um, but uh, of course, uh, like I said, truly a big time, uh, a big time, big time name, and uh, and like I said, and I mentioned before on YouTube, like I said, WWE actually posted a bunch of videos involving Muhammad Ali, along with several WWE superstars, like Bro Monsoon, most notably, uh, even one I think along with Jake the Snake Roberts. Yes, um, South Wrestling. Absolutely. Uh, just also a side note here, uh, that, ladies and gentlemen, we did actually just get a confirmation from our own King W.O. Gerard T. Smith. Uh, um, he will, he, of course, he will not make on Wrestling Debate tonight. However, he will be on um, Revolution. He will be on at 10 o'clock. Okay. So he is actually catching up with the NXT pay-per-view. Oh, okay. So, so he's definitely giving us our impressions of NXT. He'll be able to give us his points of view about the NXT pay-per-view as well. So I will, uh, <clears throat> and I will definitely let him know that uh, definitely, definitely let him know that, that we will be uh, uh, seeing him, seeing him then. Okay, all right. <clears throat> yeah, and I would be thanking him very much for that. 
but of course, yeah, Matt, like I said, uh, then of course, now we mentioned here, of course, sadly, we lost, like I said, another great uh, uh, competitor here in Los Angeles, Kimbo. So it's also appeared in, I'm sure, in several movies as well. Uh, I think he was in a cup off the, we'll go, we'll go check his bio, but I'm pretty sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but still, I mean, a great, a great, a great, a great human being, I mean, uh, Sadly, like I said, in the world of MMA, pretty much. I mean, well, he did MMA. I think he did the UFC, Bellator, and I think he also did another uh, couple other areas of NXT, if I'm not mistaken. Or not, not what I say NXT, (laughs) UFC, I should say. And we just heard the first matches in the book now in UFC. I keep seeing UFC. Damn it, NXT, the perfect high Dillinger. And his opponent just fought the first match. They are now on to the tag team match, which is able to join American Alpha versus the Revival Dash and, Dash and Dawson. Mind you. Okay, so, so you said the perfect kid won that match? I Let me check here. No, he did not win. It was on oh, okay. Andrea A-N-D, the new guy, uh, C-N Almas, C-I-E-N. We'll the new guy. Yeah, we'll the new guy. Well, the new guy, yes. The new guy. We can, we can, we, 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 we're all French illiterate. We can't pronounce names. <laughs> yeah. Andrea or something like that. Uh, it's just yeah, it's in, uh, but the perfect ten did not score the perfect one. So, uh, except for the Big Diesel. And oddly enough, Greg took the new guy. When we did our predictions on uh, Monday on Raw Radio, Greg was the only one out of all of us who took uh, the perfect ten, let's just say. So the perfect ten did not score a perfect ten here tonight, unfortunately. No, no we're just calling French Toast. Uh, we didn't know yes. his name. French, so French Toast scored the win there, okay? Oh, uh, that's that's good. Yeah, that's pretty. pretty but he wasn't toast tonight. He was actually. Uh, I'm let do for much. Well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> that sounded cheesy. Okay, I sounded bad. <laughs> okay, let's just go on to the next. Uh, go on to the next uh, thing here uh, of discussion. Of course, now speaking of uh, you brought up UFC several times. Let's just go ahead and talk about this. Uh, we brought this up several times, especially on Revolution towards the end of Revolution last night. Of course, to deal with. Brock Lesnar being given permission by WWE to uh, to compete against uh, uh, a, a super, uh, the, what they're calling the uh, um, uh, apparently he's a Samoan wrestler named uh, Mark Hunt. I his yes, name Mark is. Hunt is his name. Yes, I, I, uh, I'm looking at Slice's uh, uh, thing. He uh, had six children, three sons and three daughters. He was engaged with his longtime girlfriend. Uh, like I said. His mixed martial arts record, uh, five and three, one submission, one decision, two losses, two by knockout, one no contest. Uh, professional boxing, seven and six, however. He, of course, uh, was born in the Nassau, Bahamas, fighting out of Miami, America top ten team. He did MMA 2007 through 2011, 2015 and 16. He also did, like I said, Elite XC, the Ultimate Fighting Championship, Bellator, B-E-L-L-A-T-O-R-M-M-A which is standing for, if I can, uh, it's a a mixed martial arts company, Bellotter. It's a private mixed martial arts promotion, began 2008, but he was a part of that, so that's a little bit more bio on Kimbo Slice, and like we said. That's the one we're called, Bellator. Bellator, that's it, yes, I I couldn't say it right. Yes, you're right, yes. And it says here. Yeah, I was talking about something the other night, I said Bellator. I was, yeah, talking about, I, was, I was talking about Rampage Jackson. I said Bellator. Yeah, that's so. that's. The guy. He also was a pro wrestler at one time, however, as he was supposed to make his pro wrestling debut in February of 2011 against a sumo wrestler. Uh, he pulled out of the match due to getting injured during practice, and it goes on to say here, 
Uh, he was featured on the Iron Ring, a TV series featured on BET that features MMA prospects. He also played Bludge, B-L-U-D-G-E, on Nickelodeon's holiday special, Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh. He was admitted to a hospital this past week in Coral Springs, Florida, near his home. He died a short time later of heart failure after a mass on his liver was also diagnosed. So there you go, a little more history of the late, great Kimbo Slice. And he was, I'm looking at his background here, doesn't, here we go, 6'2", 235 is what he was. Oh, Kimbo Slice was a big fellow, though. Yes, he was. Uh, I thought he was like 260, 270 at one time. I mean, he was a tough guy, no doubt about it. I watched him quite a bit, I remember. Absolutely, but still a great competitor, though. Yes. Still a great competitor. Um, but the one topic we have to, like I said, talk about is this fellow here. Like I said, Brock Lesnar, apparently, like I said, it pretty seems to be sort of a sort of a compromise, and I'm saying sort of here, mm-hmm. between the WWE and UFC. Yes. WWE apparently is letting Brock Lesnar fight at UFC 200 against this Samoan superstar named Mark Hunt. Yes. Um, and um, what I read on, uh, of course, it's the site where, where of course, myself and the human suplex machine, John Gross, gets his wrestling uh, history and birthday. Of course, it's no secret. I believe it's cagesideseats.com. I will go over that. That's where he gets his wrestling history and birthdays, by the way. Very accurate, by the way, too. Yeah, they are. They're very knowledgeable. Yes, they are, indeed. And, um, you know, they they have they had pretty much, and you heard me say this on Revolution last night, at not to deny what everyone here on the show said last night. I, I will reiterate that, by the way. I was reading what it said in the article, according to Cage Side Seats. You know, they're, they're saying, uh, they're saying that somehow that this new guy could, could beat the living tar out of Brock Lesnar. I don't know about this. No, I don't think so. What's your take on this, well, what I read last night about, about this fellow, Mark Hunt? I've heard very Brock. little of this guy, but knowing Brock, I mean, Brock has not been in the UFC in 15 months. I mean, we saw the interview he did with Hannah Storm yesterday morning. He said he was debating on whether or not he wanted to come back or not. Obviously, that's the big question. Did he want to come back? Did he want to show everyone, however, that he uh, was uh, not coming back just for money? I mean, he's going to get, obviously, a nice, nice little check out of it. He already said that. It's going to be a big check out of it. But he's just going to go in there and do his thing and kick butt and take names. And, obviously, uh, Dana White, I mean, he hasn't, I don't think, unless he has talked to Dana White, and we hasn't, there's been no reports on what Dana has said or what Dana has told him or he's told Dana how it's been kind of low-key and very hush-hush at the moment. They're also uh, talking, mind you, about uh, maybe bringing a uh, uh, UFC fighter into WWE for SummerSlam, and that is one of the females, Paige Van Zandt or whatever her name is. Uh, She's a very tough, very tough to say the least, and it's going to be interesting to see how she'll handle herself in WWE if she decides to accept WWE's invitation because right now I think they're trying to get things going. And I did hear something also tonight, however, or not tonight, earlier this morning that might be of interest. We've talked in the past, obviously, about Rousey and WWE. They're talking about maybe getting that talk started up again, and they want to do something with Ronda maybe next year for WrestleMania 33 in Orlando with her and Rock against maybe Triple H and Stephanie. They've been teasing it early this year, we know, after what happened, of course, a year, two years ago. And now they could be starting uh, talks up again maybe between these four parties. So we'll have to and see where they go from here. Yeah. That would be interesting to see that again. I mean, of course, what gets me, though, and guess is I'm glad that they're thinking about, you know, talking with each other about it. But why would they want to wait and do it, you know, two years after, you know, 
start it up. I mean, what, mm-hmm. I mean that's that's what gets me. You could have had I mean, it this year in front of a hundred thousand people. I mean, next year, yeah, you're gonna have eighty five thousand, but this year you could have had it in front of the biggest crowd ever. You should have done something like this. It was Stina White obviously playing games with Vince, Vince and him at times don't see eye to eye on a lot of things and it's unfortunate it's come to that. But at the same time, how if you wanted to sell WrestleMania, I mean, not to say WrestleMania was bad this year, because there were a couple of good matches. Obviously, the Divas match was good, the title match was good, and of course, we all know about Shane and Taker. But if you needed that one big match to really sell, however, and really become a special bonus attraction, this was it. But if you're going to start out uh, the hype for Mania 33 already less than less than six months out, and this is one of the matches you're putting on as a special attraction, good for you. But at the same time, however. Hopefully this time it won't uh, become sour, if you will. Right. You need you need something you need something to blow it away. And yes. You, you know, I mean, the thing is, WrestleMania 31 had the right the right kind of uh, had the right kind of formula. Because keep in mind, that WrestleMania ever since the very first one, keep in mind about the story behind the very first one about what about, about what the story behind all that that Vince McMahon put everything he had. Mm-hmm. You know, on the line of that to make sure that event went off without a hitch, and he succeeded with that. And and keep in mind, every single year, you know, since then, they've been they've been they've been they've been uh, you know big time events. And you're right. And not only that, they've gone global. I mean, yes, you used to do shows in like the bigger show, like I mean, you think about how the first ten manias you started in places like Madison Square and the Northeast was your home base. You were doing shows and letting people come from the Northeast to watch your show in like the biggest arena of them all in MSG, like people from Philly, Boston, Pittsburgh, DC, Baltimore, Washington, all over the East Coast. Then over the last fifteen to twenty years you started doing outdoor stadium shows in places like you mentioned, San Francisco, Dallas, Orlando, Miami, and it's gone bigger and bigger and more exclusive. And not only that, you the town, of course, is some of them have been around a long time and been able to put over the younger town, and the younger town have grown up and been able to do the same thing with the older town that they, the older town did to them when they were younger. But they've also done more with the fans as a global experience. I mean, you have people come from all over the world now, places like Europe, Asia, Australia. I mean, Freaking South America! It's it's like uh, it's like Christmas and New Year's rolled into one. And like I said, I've been there before. I mean, it, it's just it's so surreal when you're there. It just you just have to pinch yourself sometimes if you're mm-hmm. there. But uh, I know next year when I go in Orlando, and I'm obviously talking to our two colleagues, Michelle and Gerard, are going hopefully next year with some me, some of my friends and me down there. For them, right. I mean, it's just it's too surreal. You, you would love it. It's just it's so much fun. I mean, yeah, sure, it costs a lot of money, but at the same time, Howard, if you only want to live for one big event in your life, I mean, yes, I mean, a lot of people might be still young and remember watching Starcade. Some of us remember watching Starcade when we were even now, however, but people who had heard about Starcade, and even WrestleMania in the early years, however, can go back and watch those obviously on the network or on DVD, but it just being there in person, however, I mean, it's not like a normal house show. It's not like a normal pay-per-view. It's bigger, like I say, they say, I mean, they always say every year, it's bigger than the Super Bowl. It's bigger than the Final Four. It's bigger than the World Series. It is, and it's become that because of all the people trying. I mean, this year, like I said, you had 100,000 people there. I mean, the year before, 80,000 people. It's just the last five to Ten years, it just continues to grow by leaps and bounds, and it's obviously going to continue that for many more years to come. Absolutely, absolutely, and like I said before, I mean they continue to improve every single solitary year. I mean, keep in mind, 
you know, WrestleMania 31. I mean, keep keep in mind about uh, you know what they did with that, especially you know around the fact you know Triple H and Sting, for example. Yep. I mean, Triple H coming out there, of course, with the Terminator effects, and you know, you know, worked around around the time, of course, obviously that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was inducted into the Hall of Fame. You know, what did they what, what did they do get Arnold to do? I mean, I think it was around the time that I think one of the last Terminator movies that came out around that time too, as a matter of fact. Uh, so what so what do they get him to do? They get him to to act to put to act like the Terminator, uh, you know, and uh, uh, <clears throat> you know, and um, you know, and yep. he does, and, and that Arnold. And I mean, I mean, the celebrities is also a huge part of that. Oh yeah, too. a lot of celebrities have come to see it in person. Absolutely, I mean, I, mean, I, think, I think the celebrities, I think, you know, is was always made WrestleMania what it is. I mean, think without them, I mean, you know, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have had. Uh, I mean, there were several WrestleManias in my personal opinion. You didn't have, you didn't see any. I mean, you probably saw. Like maybe one or two, but you didn't see any of them. Say, for example, um, like like in the middle of the ring, you know, you know, you know uh, taking part in anything. I mean, let me give you one good example of that, and I'm sure you would agree with me on this. Was WrestleMania number nine? Yeah. The only time you saw a celebrity was in the crowd, and that was Natalie Cole. Mm-hmm. And when she was being interviewed, and she was there watching. Mm-hmm. She wasn't there as a part of the uh, festivities. She was there just watching. And in another case, in point, you take a look at, like, say, Mania 10 with Burt Reynolds or Mania 3 when you had people like Bob Uecker and Mary Hart and uh, Alice Cooper and all those people there. Absolutely. I mean, so, so like I said, I mean, you're going to have you want to have each WrestleMania done differently. I mean, that's what it's been ever since it got started. But it's been, but the formula I think has always been the same. If you think about it. Yep. I mean, the thing about it is that great, great quality of matches, different types of matches, you know, big time outcomes. Uh, you know, someone you know possibly running in and helping. Um, you gotta have, you gotta have this that, and the other. I mean, that's that, that's that's just the way. That's man's always been, and I'm sure it's going to be that way for quite some time. And the surprise wow factor into it too. I mean, like I said, I mean, I mean, 20 years ago, I mean, even when WrestleMania first started, no one thought 10 years in we would see a ladder match. We wouldn't see the streak end, or we wouldn't see a money in the cash briefcase uh, fall into place. However, that's the element of surprise, and we've seen that happen over the years at WrestleMania in front of right. everyone. And keep in mind that, like I said, this money in the bank thing, it was born at WrestleMania, and now it has adapted into its own pay-per-view. Yep. And, mm-hmm. I mean, keep in mind, a lot of aspects have been born out of, you know, WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And, Definitely. I mean, that continues to, like I said, I mean, that continues to be, like I said, very, you know, very interesting, uh, a very interesting, as- very interesting uh, aspect, to say the least. I mean, of course, I mean the one, the biggest thing of of them all, and I think I think that that I enjoy seeing very very much so, is of course you know the fact that that and of course they started doing this the last few years, is the fact of course they started honoring 
the Hall of Famers. Oh, they've done that. Yeah, that's that's the one thing. I think you can take away all the gimmick matches. You can take away the specialty matches. But when it comes right down to it, Howard, you take a look at what happens the night before when they honor the legends, Howard, past and present, that we grew up idolizing. We grew up watching and loving and cheering and cheering for. And just, I mean, it's just, it's too surreal. I mean, some of the speeches make you want to cry, they make you want to laugh and joke and smile, but uh, some of them are very heartfelt, and uh, they tug at your heart. I mean, case in point, we'll take a look at, uh, what was it, two years ago, the first ever Warrior Award, I mean, with Daniel Bryan and Connor, and then, of course, uh, the Ultimate Warrior getting his turn. I mean, other people who have uh, we've lost, right. just Dusty Rhodes, and it just goes on and on, and, and it's very... It's the night that, uh, like I, they always say, however, like I, I mean, the way I see it, it's the way I see it. The night before WrestleMania to me is like sort of like the night before the Super Bowl. It's exciting. Everyone's glad stop. Everyone wants to have a good time. They're laughing. They're crying. They're joking. They're smiling. And they want to hear the speeches from the people who are being presented or the ones that are presenting their former friends and uh, colleagues. However, and then the next day is the big game. Everyone's on point. Everyone wants to be at the game or, or involved in the big game, Howard. And they want to put on a good show and just want to make not only money, but they want to please everyone and just just continue to make it bigger and bigger. And that's what they've done. Oh, absolutely. I mean, without a shadow, without a shadow of a doubt. And, and, of course, like I said, they, they uh, you know, the last few years, like we talked about the Hall of Fame ceremony. They, they they have improved that each each and every single time. Yes, they have. I mean, I remember like back in '04, they did. I mean, it was like a, a smaller, it was a smaller, um, you know, atmosphere and all that when they were inducting all those. Like, uh, of course, I, mean, I remember it was I think when they inducted uh, Jesse Ventura and uh, Harley Race and um, Sergeant Slaughter and uh, of course Bobby Heenan yep. and uh, Tito Santana and all them. But yep. then, of course, think about it now. Uh, you know, you have you have like the big Titantron, and you have the stage, and you have all them. And, and not and only I'll, that, and not only that, however, I mean, you're not doing WWE legends, yes, sir. You're still doing the WWE legends. You grew up idolizing past and present as well as divas, but you're also recognizing other companies and the companies that you grew up watching, whether it be a team like NWA or AWA or WCCW or ECW, and you saw people like the Vaughn Ericks or the Freebirds or Ric Flair and the Horsemen, and you grew up watching all those, Howard, and they were your rival competition, but at the same time, some of them actually got their start in that in Vince's company or when Vince's dad started owning the company. But uh, if not, how are they grew up uh, watching tapes on um, uh, bootleg or uh, on DVD now or uh, in the library? You can go back and watch on on any, whether it be social media, uh, DVD or the network or whatever, and you can just cheer for those guys all over again and just puts a smile on your face. Absolutely, that I definitely have to agree with that. Uh, and uh, and uh, JD, I will let you, uh, like I said, for a couple minutes. Uh, uh, let me take care of this one more time, and then I will let you, like I said, throw, throw out a couple more key wrestling things. And, and like I said, if you have any more updates on NXT, please, please refer to Yes, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to, my computer's been acting good. I'm trying to get an update now on that tag match. I'm sure they're probably into the third match now, but you never know. I mean, that tag match, I'm sure, was, it was definitely going to be one of the best matches of the night. But I'm looking forward to seeing that Nakamura-Aries match. I mean, I am more and more in love with Shinji Nakamura. He is just so good. I mean, I've talked about him many times. I mean, he had that phenomenal match with Sami Zayn back in March in Dallas, which was incredible. And if you've not seen it, I mean, you've got to go back and watch it, people. It was one of the best matches of the year so far far. Absolutely, absolutely. I'll take care of this, and then, J.D., I'll let you go ahead and let you listen and let you talk a couple of pieces of wrestling uh, 
Uh, rest right. in the world right here. 1724-444-7444. Call D139-925 pound. This is episode number nine of the WCBS Wrestling Debate. I, I am, of course, Mr. WCBS. There I go again. Another Blooper. Aha, Blooper time. Mr. WCBS, Chad Hinshaw here filling in tonight for uh, King and W.O. Gerarchy Smith and the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds. <clears throat> and, of course, uh, of course uh, and joining me is, of course, the other third of the NWO Madness Kingdom, of course, uh, the Iceman himself, J.D. Jeremy Geralmo, of course, 2015. Hall of Famer, of course, host of Raw Radio, and of course, and of course, part of other shows here in the radio network as well. Uh, JD, go ahead and uh, about a couple more pieces of wrestling lore. I have to step away. I'll be back in about two minutes. All right. And as Chad said, folks, however, uh, we got some other wrestling news to talk about. Obviously, we mentioned it earlier tonight on Outside the Ropes. We'll mention it again. Uh, do not forget, coming up a week from Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, those of you on the WWE Network who have it, uh, it will be Money in the Bank. Yes, folks, Money in the Bank. We did mention that just a few minutes ago. They have their own pay-per-view. And yes, this week, however, or not this week, I should say, excuse me, two weeks from uh, this Sunday, June 19th on Father's Day, what better day to give your dad the ultimate present by watching Money in the Bank with him? You can watch it live on the WWE Network, and it'll be coming to you live from the T-Mobile Center in one of the most beautiful cities of the world, Sin City, USA, Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, so far, we have four matches that have been listed. Uh, the matches include Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins for the World's Heavyweight title. That is going to be a phenomenal match, I feel. It's going to be one of the better matches of the night. I do think Seth Rollins will get back the title in that one. In fact, I know he'll get back that title, I feel, as the Roman Empire could be in for a rough night, possibly that night. <coughs> Excuse me. Also, as listed last night and will be announced on SmackDown tomorrow after doing the tapings last night in Wichita, Kansas, it will be Titus O'Neil going after the U.S. title against Rusev, the Bulgarian Brute. Uh, this match, I'll tell you what, folks, I'm looking forward to this match more than anything. John Cena versus AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, of course, uh, and his two friends, Anderson Gauss, who we'll talk about in just a second. Um, John Cena, as you know, was attacked a few weeks ago in his return from Monday Night Raw, however, after being out for five months, of course, however, due to an injury. Of course, AJ Styles, of course, coming off a couple losses to Roman Reigns at Extreme Rules and at Payback. Mind you, uh, I'll tell you what, I think John Cena is in for a world of trouble this night. I think AJ Styles is going to pull no punches here, no pun intended. I think he's going to come out victorious in this one. I think Cena better watch out because I think he knows now that AJ Styles is more hungrier than ever. I think AJ Styles has had a phenomenal year so far. I've said this so many times on all of our shows, however, and I'll say it again. I think right now, if you have to say if there's a superstar of the year that should be up there at the top of the list this year in 2016, who's had a great year so far, it is AJ Styles. And of course, uh, I was going to say one last thing real quick. Uh, we got a fatal four-way, talking about tag teams, however. we got a great tag team title tournament coming up also at Payback, or excuse me, Money in the Bank. It will be the Vaude Villains taking on Enzo and Cass. How you doing? Yes, folks, one of my favorite teams, taking on all of our other colleagues' favorite teams, the New Day. And, of course, they will take on also, I believe, the Dudley. So it will be a four-way tag team affair. So, so far, Money in the Bank is shaping up to be a great show. We will have some more matches, I'm sure, listed next week, as it will be the go-home show this Monday night in New Orleans. It should be a great show this Monday there in Cajun country. Of course, the Ambrose Asylum will be up and running once again. As Stephanie McMahon has told Dean Ambrose, he will welcome two of his former S.H.I.E.L.D. brothers, Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns, and I can only imagine those three will be getting into a holy fisticuff war between uh, the arena and down all around the French Quarter and Bourbon Street. It's going to be a very, very ugly scene, I'm sure, but a pretty good show, at least I hope it is, as that is where they will be this coming Monday. So let me turn it back over now to our special guest host as he will talk from here. So let's turn it back to him now. <laughs> 
Okay, thank you very much, JD. Uh, yeah, gotta I gotta talk about that for a minute. Uh, uh, you brought that up. Uh, that right there, we talk about you know how we that Rome needs something in, in order to you know bring up the ratings. I mean, if that right there is something that doesn't, I mean, I don't know what will. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I mean, three former teammates, three former brothers, three former friends. Yes. Uh, I mean, it, I mean, I mean, putting these three together. I mean, especially in a big-time match environment. I mean, oh, yeah. shoot, everyone's been waiting to see this. I mean, of course, I'm sure they didn't rephrase that. Everyone's waiting, waiting to see them, you know, team back up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think if you really, really think about it, everybody's been waiting even more to see them go against one another. And I don't know if it would ultimately lead somewhere down the line I've seen these three actually maybe reuniting, even if it was just a one-time basis, you know, yes. coming back together. I personally would love to see it. If it will happen, I don't know. I mean, somewhere down the I road, agree. I think if those three would go up against, like, say, the club and uh, AJ, I think it would do big-time money, whether it be at a big-time show like a SummerSlam or a Survivor Series or even a little-known show like, say, maybe TLC or even uh, Battleground. I mean, we're definitely going to have to keep our eyes peeled on that, obviously. Absolutely, of course. Like I said, I mean, of course, with the vice of the big-time, of course, with the outcome of the big-time title match between Roman and Seth, this ought to be a pretty a pretty big-time uh, uh, affair. But, of course, like I said, they're also hyping up uh, the match I've been hearing the match between AJ and Cena, I mean, it's still hot. It's that, still I think, is going to be the best match of the card, I think. I just think AJ, and I said as you stepped out, I think AJ, I mean, if he is not named right now the first half, at least so far, superstar there, then something's He has had a great start to his WWE career coming away. I mean, you think about it, he came in in January. I mean, the night of the Royal Rumble, lasting 40 minutes. The next night, however, despite the fact he didn't win the World title, he put up a good debut. However, the next night, he fights Chris Jericho in Miami. He puts in a great match with Jericho. He beats him. He beats him a second time, however. At WrestleMania, he came up a little short, however, even though he was looking for the sweep power. Then, of course, he had his big opportunity by going after the world's title in Roman Reigns, however. His first chance of going after the big, big title, however. And even though he came up short both times each time, however, he still gave his all going out there 20, 25, 30 minutes and just wowing the crowd. And now I expect hopefully he'll do the same here against Cena maybe in a few weeks. We're just going to have to wait and see. Certainly, I mean, I, mean, I, think, I think the match between AJ and Cena is going to go probably, if they allow this match to go this long, I think I think AJ and Cena is going, probably going to go a good, you watch a good 30, 45 minutes. It's, it's possible, yeah, I, I could see that. I could see that too, yep. And maybe longer. I mean, who knows how long they're going to let this go. Uh, 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 I mean, it would be a pity if they stopped it. You know, right, right in the middle of uh, of, of of some really intense action, or if they told him to do something, you know, to 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 you know, just to just to end it right here and there. Uh, but but you know, obviously, you know, if they if they kind of you know stopped it, disrupted it right in the middle middle of the thing, it's not going to get um, it's not going to get settled right then and there. No, mm. they're going to keep it going for a, a pretty long period of time. Yep. And I mean that's probably what the fans want to see. I mean, and let me get your take. You brought up you brought up AJ here several times. Great competitor. Yes. By all means, one of the greatest wrestlers I have ever seen. Of no question too. about it. He is really talented. He's very very good. Whether you love him as heel or face, he he is 
a fan fave. And right now, I think more and more fans are loving him as this heel character. Right. Let me ask. Let me ask you this, this this personal question here. Do you think that he made a bit much a, a bigger impact? Your per- personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you always want your personal opinion. Sure. And you give a couple of examples if you like of it. If you like, it might kind of help explain it. Sure. Uh, do you think that he made a much bigger impact when he debuted in TNA or when he debuted here in WWE? What's WWE. To answer your question, WWE hands down. I mean, TNA was has been going downhill. It seems like more and more. And talking about TNA real quick, uh, they did 326,000 viewers this week. So they uh, compared to last week where they had 346. So they kind of uh, dropped this week, losing 20,000 less viewers. But no, I mean TNA over the last couple of years has really gone downhill because of Dixie Carter running the company, and she thinks that she can still run it uh, because of her family's legacy and of course of the people she's brought in from WWE and from other federations, whether it be Ring of Honor or just independent federations. But no, when Dixie started losing people like Sting and of course AJ and of course. Uh, the Dudleys go back to WWE, however. I think, however, that uh, AJ, however, even though it was 10 years too late, sort of like Sting did the last the couple last few years of coming in for a short time and having a brief run, however, AJ has benefited most of jumping into WWE. I mean, a lot of people did not know if he was going to ever make it to the WWE. We had heard for years, and he even said in his promo this past Monday, however, for like a long time, however, I mean, you never thought we would see the day AJ and John Cena would stare each other in the ring. And, of course, uh, here they are now. It's sort of like Rock and uh, Hogan in a way. It's like that's the way it is with those two now. And now the way AJ has his friends from Japan with him, of course, Carl Anderson, we know about his history. Doc Gallows, we know, remember back in the day when he used to be a member of the Straight Edge Society. Of course, Gallows Anderson went to Japan, became a big shot in Japan like AJ did as well. Here they come from Japan or TNA, whatever. And here they are, these three guys are like the new NWO. They're making an impact. They're making a splash and taking out anyone and everyone in their power. It would be Roman, John Cena, Seth Rollins. It doesn't really matter. They're here to play. And not only they're here to play, however, they're here to be admired. And, I mean, I respect these guys more and more, however. These guys are just here to cast their checks out and go out there and do their job and do a good job of it. And, like I said, AJ, his first night in, no one thought he was going to be at the Rumble. We thought, and we talked about this even leading into the Rumble back in January, if you remember. We mentioned it before the Rumble. Yeah. Are we going to see him come in after the Rumble? Are we going to see him around WrestleMania time? When's he going to make a splash? His first night in, that Sunday night, however, at the Rumble, he was in there 40 minutes. He came out at number three. Everyone was shocked. I think all of us were stunned when he came out and that music hit. And everyone's thinking, could it be? Will it be? Is he going to show up? And then the next night, however, even though he didn't win the title that night, he still put up a good fight. People were talking about it all over social media after the match that night. He made a splash his first night, but he made it even a bigger splash the second night in in Miami when he took on Chris Jericho and he started feuding with Jericho for about three months. And that was one of the best feuds he's had so far, other than this whole Roman Reigns thing. So, yeah, he has done very, very well compared to what he was doing in TNA. Because if he was in TNA now, I think he would be lost in with Lashley and McIntyre and all these other guys. WWE, he's almost near the tip top of the card. He's not a mid Carter, however. He's near the brass ceiling and he's ready to kick in the ceiling with his feet however and say I'm ready to make a splash and go after that title and I think you're going to say it and I'm going to say it right now before the year's out however he will hold that world's title mark my words you can believe that you remember one thing we did talk about that we didn't mention here before and we talked about it I talked about it actually I think it was the last prediction show we did 
uh, when we were talking about Roman and AJ for the belt uh, yeah. for that match. Um, I didn't I didn't happen to mention that once, <clears throat> of course, when we start seeing your top three guys returning from injury, and of course we talked about we mentioned Cena, we mentioned Seth Rollins, we mentioned of course Randy Orton. Or mm-hmm. two out of three have already made it back. We have not seen Orton yet. Of course, that could change here pretty soon. Uh, but they, 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 that'll they, be a good feud they, when those two get it on. I think that's going to be a tough one to call with those two get yeah. it on. I think. I mean, if you don't see, I mean, it depends on how long the Cena AJ feuds last. However, a couple months. If Randy does show up, and I think he will show up eventually, however, at some point, however, I think maybe at Money in the Bank, however, if they keep this going for just a few months. Could we see, and this is funny how I mentioned Rollins, and of course AJ maybe later this year could happen. Could we see for a little while maybe something like maybe Randy and AJ at SummerSlam? That would be a great match there. We could. We could indeed. Uh, the, the one thing I was going to mention was, was that they did say this and all that during the predictions for the uh, Roman-AJ match, but they said that once Cena, Rollins, and Orton started making their returns, like I said two out of three have made it back already. Mm-hmm that you're going to all of a sudden start seeing AJ start sliding down the ladder. Yeah. And, you know, and then like, you're going to start seeing Cena, Rollins, and Orton put back into place there and all that. Do you necessarily agree with it? Do you, do you actually see this taking place and all that with actually seeing two out of the three already, you know, returning, like I said, in the form of, like I said, Cena and Rollins? I mean, do you see this? Do you see? Have you seen this this pattern? I don't uh, see Cena Rollins getting back into it just yet. I think they want to do Rollins and AJ for, long they, for as long as they can. If they want to save maybe Cena and Rollins again to go at it one more time, they could do it at a WrestleMania or at a Royal Rumble. I think they have an idea where they're going to go with Cena this with, with him now. I mean, after the AJ thing, I don't know where they're going to go with him yet. I mean, they could go maybe with him and Roman, him and Randy. I don't really know. We'll have to wait and see. And uh, we just have an update now from the NXT show. The American Alpha team have lost the tag team titles to the Revival. So the Revival have regained the belt. So there's been talk also they want to bring up maybe this American Alpha team, Gable and Jordan. But I don't know if they're going to be up yet, however. Uh, so they defeated them. But then after the match, we understand two unnamed guys hit the ring and attacked the American Alpha and uh, left them lame. Paul Ellering, believe it or not, walked onto the stage, however, mind you, onto the stage after the beating took place. So, Precious Paul Ellering seems to be back in the WWE, apparently. Legendary Hall of Fame manager of the... Yes. Of and his star is working in NXT, and right now we are into the... We just are about to start the third match, which should be a great match, and this is the match I'm really looking forward to, besides the main event, is Shinzi Nakamura and Austin Aries. Oh, okay, excellent. So we definitely, we definitely uh, keep our eyes open on that. Of course, as we get ready to wind down wrestling debate in here in about the next uh, few moments, a couple minutes, and we'll be we want we'll be sliding on into the military broadcast revolution here in the next few minutes. Uh, but we will we'll, we definitely still be keeping. Uh, of course, we definitely still be continuing WWS Radio Network's coverage of the of the NXT show called uh, The End. Here, <clears throat> of course, uh, the Aspen JD Journey drama. We'll, it will be. Keeping us informed about this, of course, TNWO Javar T. Smith is also keeping us, we'll be keeping us surprised with this as well. He'll be coming on uh, the Mothership Broadcast Revolution during our 10 o'clock hour. I think we'll be letting us know about some of the, we'll be previewing us about a lot of the matches going on taking place there as well. Plus, also, we'll have uh, Revolution. We'll let you know we're going to have an extra Raw review 
uh, by the way. I'm not going to say whose it is just yet, but we do have some. someone did come to my attention today and asked, asked about if I would read their raw review uh, on, on tonight since they didn't get a chance to do it yesterday. And I said, okay, I will read it for you. So I will, I will, I will not say who it is right now, but I will be reading that on Revolution here in this next few moments. Uh, of course, like I said, that is 138055 pounds. We should join us for that here here momentarily. But of course, for uh, rest and debate, one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call the one three nine nine two five pound. <clears throat> this is episode number nine of the rest and debate. Of course, by the way, first part of the WCBS radio network. And of course, uh, Mr. WCBS Chad Hinshaw from Revolution and Wolfpack filling in tonight here for <clears throat> King W O Gerard T Smith and the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds. Of course, I've got uh, of course uh, the other third. Of the NWO Madness Kingdom with me here tonight, of course, 2015 Hall of Famer, of course, from Raw Radio, uh, the, the Iceman himself, J.D. Jared D. Duolimo. Uh, but, uh, I'm sure you heard also I did announce that he did announce one more match has been acknowledged for uh, Money in the Bank, correct? Uh, go ahead and uh, go ahead and announce it one more time for us, please. Uh, Titus O'Neil will be taking on Rusev for the U.S. title. Was this expected? Yeah, especially especially what's been going on the last few weeks, and then uh, Titus O'Neil interviewed with Michael Cole today on the weekly forum, and was asked uh, what he's been doing and everything like that. Of course, they kind of spilled it last night in Wichita, but especially the last few weeks away, Rusev and Titus O'Neil have been jawjacking with each other. Of course, Rusev complaining, saying that he's a great American and everything like that. Titus O'Neil standing up for America and telling him how, what he thinks of him. I have a feeling Titus is going to take that title off him in Vegas. I really do. He says he, he's not here. I mean, he's kind of smiling about, but he's also kind of serious about it. He says, I'm ready to take that U.S. title and uh, win that title, and hopefully I'll get a chance to do so in front of my family and friends in Las Vegas in two weeks. Do you think Rusev can become the second person to take the U.S. title off of Rusev? I think he could stop him. I mean, Rusev's a big guy. Titus is a big guy, too. But Titus hasn't done much since he got back from his suspension. I think it's only fitting that the U.S. title would fit him. I think it would be fantastic if he uh, has a chance to hold that U.S. title for a while. I think he'd be great as a U.S. champion. Yes, because, of course, he has already held tag team gold. It would be nice for him to hold a singles belt as well. So, we definitely have to say, I mean, he's a big, muscular dude. I would love to see him. I would love yep. to see him. He'd give Rusev a good run for his money. I will tell you that much. Yes, so he will. Give, uh, but uh, do you see uh, 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 between a good one and ten, what's what's the what's the chances of, of seeing uh, O'Neal walking out of walking out of money to bank with the U.S. title? I think he'll end up winning it, and like I said, I'm going to give it about an eight and a half, almost to a nine. I think they're really, really want to get something behind him. They haven't done, like I said, for a while, and like I said, the last couple weeks, they're starting to tease more and more of this whole thing, and I think it's only fitting that they give him a chance. I mean, yes, Rusev just won the title from Kalisto not that long ago, but like I said, uh, I think they ought to do something with Rusev right now. I mean, unless they're going to continue to do that undefeated streak again, uh, I hope they don't do that, but... Right now, I think Tyson O'Neal is one of the few big guys in the company, however, that can take that title. Because, I mean, who else is going to take it? I mean, John Cena's off doing his own thing right now. I don't think they're going to get back into the whole thing. Like I mentioned earlier, a couple times already tonight, I don't think they want to do Cena and Rusev all over again. I don't know if you uh, maybe set up Dean and Rusev. That's kind of a mismatch there. I mean, there's, Titus is one of the few big guys right now in the company that could challenge him for that belt. Right, I mean that, that, that's that's that, that'd be that's a good way to go right now, and uh, like I said, it'd be a good challenge. I mean, I mean, keep in mind, uh, I mean, Rusev is, is going after guys 
like I say, you know, almost equal to his size. Of course, keep in mind, uh, in recent weeks he's gone after guys like Swagger, got Swagger. Uh, even of course, Mark Henry. I mean, guys like him. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, um, the Big Show, obviously, of course, is, a, is another one that uh, he's uh, 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 he's even uh, taken down many, many times. But uh, uh, but of course, uh, and, and of course, like I said, Cena is uh, the most notable out of out of the bunch. So we're just going to have to like so see like if Tyson Neal, you know, has this big opportunity. I mean, this is his, his biggest shot ever. So we're definitely going to have to wait and see what happens with that. So uh, um, um, I, I see, I see some good good things. Even if he doesn't pull it off, I'm not, I'm not trying to diss the man. I think, I think he, I think he'll really give Rusev a run for his money. Yep. Uh, if, even if he doesn't pull the win off in here, he will definitely, he will definitely leave Rusev with a few bumps and bruises. I will tell you that right here and now. And they'll all be looking like red. They'll all be painted red, white, and blue. And I saw all I gotta say about that. <laughs> On that note, ladies and gentlemen, uh, definitely want to thank that. Of course, as always, the Iceman JD Jerry Duomo, who you, who you, of course, is a regular here on the rest of the Bay here every Wednesday night from eight to nine, right here on TalkShoot.com. Of course, also like the King and W.O. Gerard King Smith and the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds. The whole deal will be like they'll be they'll be back here for another episode of the debate along with the Iceman here tomorrow. I mean, next Wednesday from 8 to 9. Right and here. next Wednesday, I think we're going to maybe, depending on if uh, whoever has the debate, one of the things we were going to discuss tonight, but we kind of held off on it, we might discuss it next week or down the road, we could discuss lost federations. I mean, like AWA, UWF Mid-South, uh, WCCW, ECW. Which one was your favorite and which matches stood out for you, however, and athletes, however, that uh, – were uh, a big part of the scene, however, growing up for you, and later made to the other big leagues, like WWE, WWF, NWA, that sort of thing. We're going to kick that around, I'm sure. If not, we'll discuss it down the road sometime. All right, of course. We can't wait to listen to that as well. And, uh, and uh, of course, I may uh, <clears throat> I may throw out, I may throw out uh, one or two and all that and let you all discuss uh, mine there on there next week. Of course, if, in fact, that did take place, which I hope it does, which will definitely just get... Yeah, listening on that here uh, next Wednesday evening. Of course, this has been like episode number nine of Wrestling Debate. Of course, one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID for Wrestling Debate always is one three nine nine two five pound. Ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned here. And next, then we'll be starting here in about maybe uh, five to ten minutes. Uh, my join myself and the Iceman JD Jeremy Geraldo, uh as we will be uh, switching gears here, and we'll be going in into the Mothership Broadcast Revolution here in about uh, five to ten minutes. Get everything set for that. Of course, yeah, be sure to join us for that. Of course, same phone number, 1724-444-7444, call ID 138055-POUND. And, of course, Wrestling Debate has been a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network, where, of course, we're for wrestling fans, by wrestling fans. And, of course, one year older, continuing to be bolder, the radio network continues to be your wrestling connection. Uh, J.D., thank you so much for joining me here this evening. Take care. See you in the ring. And we'll join you here a few moments for Revolution. Take care. See you in the ring. And as always, here in the radio network, God bless. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.